Hey Rockstar, welcome. This is a storytelling platform designed to empower you to build yourself up physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, and financially. Why stories? Because stories live on. They are eternal. They are a powerful reminder of what one can accomplish when opportunity presents itself. So listen carefully, learn the lessons, apply them to the big five, and become the rock star of your industry. <laughs> Yo, rock star, happy new year. How's it going? Did you miss me? I'm Josefat Emiliano. Oh, wait, this side. I'm Josefat Emiliano. Miguel's right there, just chilling. Welcome. Welcome to, well, okay, okay. This isn't the new studio. This is my living room for my new place. For those of you who watched last episode, you know that uh, when it hits the fan, a lot of things have happened. I'm, I'm going to try my best to catch you up on everything that's happened uh, since. So I kind of took a break, uh, mainly because I just didn't know where I was at. I had my life in boxes. I was traveling. And uh, I had to sign a lot of a lot of things. And, and anyway, anyway, I didn't want to bore you all the details. But I'm at a, at a place where a lot of new amazing things have been offered. Uh, there's a lot of good things that are about to happen, are happening, and opportunities have been that I've been blessed to participate in. So let's go ahead and just kick it on the show. This is episode 59, and it's Return of the Rockstar. Whew, let me take a little sip real quick. I know, I know. Right now you guys are thinking, what gives, Rockstar? Why is your Christmas tree still up? Why do you still have your, your some of your Christmas ornaments around or decorations around? Well, let me give this to let, 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 let's just let's just let's just address the elephant in the room. And yes, I do have an elephant on top of the little lamp. If you haven't seen that, and there's another little elephants. I'm not a big anyway. Anyway. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I do kind of feel sorry for all you gringos out there. Because for you, Christmas ends January 1st. But for us Latin Americanos, we've had a tradition that goes all the way on to, um, to January 6th, which is today. And it is known as El Día de los Reyes Magos, the day of the of the well, the three kings of the wise kings or the magi. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but the kings that traveled and they brought to the Christ child the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh, they didn't show up the day that the, the kid was, 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 was brought to light. No, 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 no. According to the history, it's about, you know, it's about several, several almost like two years before they finally showed up to Jesus was in this terrible twosome. I'm not sure if Jesus had a terrible twosome, but he was, he was there whenever uh, he was already walking probably uh, whenever, whenever they showed up at, at, at his door. Um, you know, just think about it. You know, I went home for the holidays and thanks to technology, I was there within a day. I was in Texas within that same day. Um, and I, that's over a thousand miles, but they didn't have, they don't have those kind of luxuries. The fastest thing they had was horses, but they probably had camels because they could carry heavier loads. And so to travel all the way from the far east, 
thousands upon thousands of miles in and not even knowing exactly where they're going. They had to, even when they probably got to around the vicinity, they had to question. Historically, they even went to the king, Herod, like, hey, we're looking for this uh, this Messiah that was foretold, that was born. And we're looking for him. And the king's like, well, let us know and uh, we'll go uh, worship him too. Anyway, anyway, so traditionally, it is actually on December 6th when a lot of the Latin, the, the kids from Latin America receive their gifts. Ah, most of you are wondering, how does Santa do it? How does Santa have, how can Santa get all the kids in all, all over the world in one night? Well, here's the trick. See, Santa only gets the, 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 the non-Latinos on, on, Christmas, on, on Christmas Eve. And of course, the ones who don't believe, well, they don't get they don't get squat. <laughs> but all the Latin Americanos, which are probably a lot more than half of the kids out there, they don't have they don't have to get their gifts to the six. So Santa has a few more days to get to them. <laughs> Lupo. <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna get into all that situation. I'm just having fun. I'm having fun here drinking my hot chocolate, eating my buñuelos, eating my tamales that I get to celebrate. A few extra days of Christmas. Don't worry, this weekend, all the decor are going down. And hopefully, I'll have time to pour, put into the new studio that I'm working on so that we can get back to the Hey Rockstar interviews to bring in some amazing guests and just have fun with what with, with this show. This show, I miss, I miss doing this. I miss entertaining you guys. I miss bringing value to you guys. Speaking of hot chocolate, this is not that little powdery Nestle quick. This is the, the real stuff. This is the Abuelitas. Or the Ibarras, depending on what neck of the woods you grew up in. But we got the good stuff tonight. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am back. It's been quite, quite a journey. I'll leave this on for now. Don't bug me. And like I said, this is actually just my living room now where I can... I brought back the the bean bag where I like to read. Um... And my chairs are there, plenty of room. I have a different room that I'm, that's, that I'm setting up for the podcast so that I won't have to be setting up, tearing down, setting up, tearing down every every show. But hey, maybe we will because I like doing that kind of stuff. So right now the audio is directly off of the camera. So you, it's not as the, the nice little clear microphone that you guys can enjoy every time in front of me. Hold on, I'm getting a message. <laughs> Um, I might have some surprise guests that will, how, how long have we been in the show already? 10 minutes. Uh, they're welcome to jump on anytime, um, uh, just to have fun. Uh, so that's, that's your cue. Uh, but I, before going in there, I do want to say thank you for those of you who knew about the circumstances, for those who knew about the it that hit the fan and just having to change. I want to thank, uh, just there's so many people to thank that have helped me transition, be able to get this done, but all the new opportunities that I will be sharing with you that are coming up, uh, they're coming with with this uh, new job opportunity, new work opportunity, um, getting to meet more people, and just excited to see how this year, 2022, is going to unfold. I know a lot of people talk bad about 2021. Yes, a lot of bad things. 2020, 2021, a lot of bad things hit the fan. However, being a person who practices meditation, practices gratitude, practices just just developing that mental strength, I was able to to uh, 
to to push forward and just trust in in something greater. And now I'm starting to see the fruits of my labor was coming on. But I will definitely share more with, with you guys. Honestly, originally I had planned to record um, a show in the old studio because it was empty. And I put my camera and I was trying to, and then they cut the internet and then they cut the the, the power. You know, it was just all happening at once. And then people kept showing up and and and, and interrupting the show. So I just like, you know what, stop recording it. I mean, I, I recorded it, but I'll play it back for you. And, and the plan was to show you the empty. And I did get a good message out of, out of that recording to show you the empty space that was left of the old Hey Rockstar studio and then transfer it into the new space of Hey Rockstar. But uh, again, because the studio's not ready, I, I just this is, this is just a quick setup. I, I put a quick desk here in my living room, put the camera up, turn on some lamps, and we're good to go. However, today we're just gonna have fun about being Rockstar, coming back, you know, making a comeback, Bring it up. I, I, I'm not going to stop. I know other podcasters that, that I've been with have kind of taken a long hiatus. No, no, no dirt on them. No hate on them. I love them and I hope that they eventually come back or maybe change their, 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 uh, their branding and, and come back. Uh, but today we have a, a little special surprise for you all. Let me go and turn this off. <clears throat> I have asked some. Some good friends of mine, as they, I saw that they were posting things on Instagram, and there are just some funny things about today. For those of you who are here in the Nashville area, it snowed. It snowed like crazy today. As a matter of fact, let me just tell you this last story, then I'll let this first guy come in. Uh, the the I was actually on my way to work. I got up this morning. It was cold, but not too cold. I got in my car, warmed up. I was driving. I was on my way to work when the boss said, hey, if you guys don't feel like 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 driving in this bad weather, um, feel free to, to to link on online on home and do home uh, and do work. But if you feel like you can drive through it, go ahead and come to 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 the building. And I was like, I'm already almost here, so I'm going to go to the building so I can go and get the computer and finish setting up my area, get ready for tomorrow because tomorrow's going to be our big launch day. Uh, however, um, I show up and it starts to snow like like flurries. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, well, I mean, I'll be here for about an hour and uh, I'll do the virtual meeting from here and then get things situated and I'll head on out. And it was, it was actually longer than an hour. And it was around the second hour that I pretty much was told by everyone else. There's only one other person there. And he goes, hey, uh, I'm heading out because it's about to get worse. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let me just grab some things. And sure enough, within the, the short period that I was there, it went from no snow to like this much snow. And getting home, it took me almost three times as long to get home than it did. To, to get me here. My car is good. It's just front wheel drive and it has this safety mechanism that if it gets too slippery, it starts kind of doing that little, and, and it, not locking, but it's supposed to be a safety mechanism, but if we're going up a hill, it's it, it winds up getting stuck and sliding. So there's one man, kill, killer hill and the whole time I was like, oh baby Jesus, oh sweet baby Jesus, oh sweet baby Jesus, the three kings took two years to go see, help me make it up this hill. And I was going up that hill, going up that hill slowly. On the next side of me was a long line of cars waiting, come down slowly, coming down. But I'm like going up, going up. And when I made it on top of the hill, like, woo! Double it, Jesus. And then I got on the freeway and got home. And there's one more hill to get home. And I got up and it did the locking thing again. And, and I'm like, no, come on. I just need some acceleration. And then eventually I just got stuck. And I just let my, my car come back down. 
And I'm like, well, if, worst case scenario, I can just park my my car at a restaurant that's like down the hill and I can just walk up the hill to my house because I was only like three blocks away. But I'm like, no, let's do it one more time. And I went up and I just kept the momentum and just kept going and just jiggling the wheels and kind of slowly going up. And of course, saying my little chant, please, baby Jesus, please, sweet baby Jesus, please, sweet baby Jesus. The three wise kings took two years to go find to bring Frankenstein, Mer Frankincense, Golden, Mer anyway, made it up to the hill like, yes, got home, parked my car and said, I'm working here tonight. Then I got the, the call that tomorrow we will not be launching. We will be working from home. So, so all that to say, we all snowed in today. And I'm going to go and bring my first friend who graciously agreed to jump in. Uh, let's see who else shows up today. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, help me welcome another rock star in his own right. Um, the rock star who has his own stream. A video gamer, streamer, he's an artist. This man blew my mind one time. I've shared this story before. I'm going to actually say this before I bring him in so he, can, he can't stop me. <laughs> he's come a long way since I first met him. He's a shy, not so much shy, but he's a quiet type, but he eventually grew out of that shell. But um, the one part where he impressed me is we went to this dinner party. And he was, uh, and, and he saw a guitar there and he picked it up, a gifted musician, he picked it up, started messing with it, and then he realized, wait, this is a left-handed guitar. He's right-handed like me. But he flipped it over, and he studied it, and you can see that in his mind, little gears were going. Is he analyzing and, like, reprogramming? I don't know what he was doing. And then all of a sudden, he just grabbed it, and he started playing it. Left-handed, like, oh, my goofy, this guy's a genius. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome the genius, the rock star, also known as Spectro Bonsai. <laughs> hey, what's up, that? It's a wise up, call. Ooh, looks like my mic's a little bit hot. Oh, that's all right. I mean... Let me know if I need to tweak my volume one way or the other. But, yeah, good call telling that story before you brought me on. <laughs> <laughs> he would have stopped me. He would have stopped me. Yeah. I mean, I've been wanting you on my show to begin with. Uh, we just never could find a time to get um, simply because we had crazy schedules back then. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, good timing with a mild snowmageddon going on out here. <laughs> yeah. I saw the, the video you and Tinker was, were, were posting earlier or <laughs> about him. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I will, if he comes back on, because we might have two guests tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows? Yeah, it'd be good but, if we can drag him into this. But uh, am I allowed to use your name? Or do you want me to use Street? Yeah, go ahead. Bonsai. I mean, well, I know him as Scott or Scotty, uh, but um, so you one of those two will be coming around, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but either way, Scott, just share us a little bit about your story, if you don't mind. All right, a little bit about my story. I grew up in the mountains of Southern California, about 5,500 feet up in the mountains. I was homeschooled all the way through. I grew up in a multidisciplinary creative family. Uh, my father was a fine art and architectural woodcarver and musician. My brother's also a woodcarver and musician. My sister's done a few different things. So I was kind of steeped in creativity from early ages. Uh, Despite this, in my youth, I was very, very keenly interested in the sciences, and I thought that was the route that I was going to go with my life. But I always, I loved art, and, and sometimes I would spend hours a day looking at art online. Mm. Um, then in my teens, I fell in with a group of creative friends, and 
felt kind of frustrated because it, to me, I felt like art was more dear to my heart than it seemed to be to them, but they were way better artists than I was. Um, so my frustration gave rise to action and I started taking pictures and drawing a lot. And for a long time, I thought that I was absolutely terrible, but after a while, my voice started to develop and I started to develop and I found my own style in those things. And once I realized that I could do that, my, my hunger became kind of insatiable. Um, so I've spent many, many hours reading everything that I could about the nature of creativity, how it works psychologically, how it works, uh, even from like a neuroscience standpoint and dabbling in every art form that I could get my hands on. Uh, so I have done photography, illustration, abstract painting, a bit of poetry, and my more recent passion that I've been working on has been music. I don't have anything released there, but I've been having a lot of fun developing my skills and my voice in that. And I, sorry, and good. I also stream playing uh, retro and artsy video games on Twitch. It's true. I've, actually, there have been times whenever I had long road trips, usually traveling back from out of out of the country or not out of the country, out of the state. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful that Scott is on um, on the show on on his Twitch and I can tune in and listen to him. And it's like having a buddy there to keep me company as I'm driving these long nights long hours getting back. But what I was going to say, usually whenever I refer to my artsy friends, he is one of the ones that I refer to like that, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who, who, who have heard me mention that in the past. But um, no, I mean, did you, did you have a good holiday break? Anything fun happen uh, besides the snow that we all got today? Repeat that one more time. Uh, did you have any, did you have a good Christmas break? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't so much a break for me. Uh, uh, lots of work, but it was pleasant. Got to spend Christmas with a very dear friend of mine. And then New Year's got to see a lot of friends I hadn't really seen in a while due to COVID. I saw you. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> that was a good party. <laughs> it was a good party. It was a lot of fun. And then I had to come the next day. I had to do the, before going back to my, my new job, um, we all had to get tested on that following Monday. And I'm like, well, I was at a high high whatever um whatever it's called high high contact event mm -hmm. but i came out negative thank the lord so everyone right. at the party was negative or at least the ones i guess i was around did not expose me to anything but uh other than that let's see what we got here in the private chat <laughs> oh man we have mr tinker on, on the dog but before we bring him in um because uh you know he he's the quiet type uh, <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> I was going to ask you, it just slipped my mind. Um, well, you know, we'll, we'll definitely go back and I want to make sure everyone who does watch, wind up watching this will find out more about you, where they can mm -hmm. find you. Uh, your, and I'm assuming Spectral Bonsai, that is yep. your Twitch handle. And so just to start off with, by no means are we ending the show now. It's going to be a, a, a conversation, just a chat, because today we have three rock stars in the house. Now let's go and bring in the, the next guy who you were recording earlier. Um, this man needs no introduction, uh, so let's just let him in. Welcome, hey. Tinker, Welcome the to fourth. the party, <laughs> gentlemen. How are you? 
we're doing all right. I love the different setups you guys have. Um, again, I'm just using uh, probably your audio quality. Y'all's audio quality is way better than mine because I didn't have time to set it up. Like I said, I just made a makeshift desk here, uh, put my camera there, and said, let's go and use this area. Uh, but once the studio is done, it's going to be a lot, a lot more pro. Other than that, though, welcome to the show, Alex. Uh, what happened today, man? Um, great question. First and foremost, I have one massive, massive question, Hosafat. Um, in this entire process, I really just need to know uh, the move has. Can we get a, a Miguel update? Is he okay? Yes, is he, he alive? is. Oh. Is he well? Well, here, let me let me expand to me so you can see that he's just chilling right there. You see him right there? Hey, Miguel. But. Uh, <laughs> That's a relief. That is a big relief. <laughs> Hold on. I, I have to say, um, in all honesty, that was my primary concern. I'm all, I'm very glad. I'm very glad that my concern was, you know, remedied. I thank you very much. <laughs> no, Miguel's here and uh, his buddy. My, my brother's asking me if I gave uh, the golden ape uh, a name. And I'm like, not really. That golden statue, I just kind of have them nonchalantly. And um, what else do I have with me? Um, well, Animal-wise, that's just it. That little golden ape and Miguel. But Miguel's, again, we have big plans for him. Once I get the studio going, I have an idea to start getting him more involved in my shows. Like opening and closing. Well, I'm not sure much closing, but for sure opening the shows. Miguel's going to be a... 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 Um, a figure, a well-looked-up figure for the show. So, gentlemen, how did your um, <laughs> how did your show go today? <laughs> Care to tell them, Alex? How did you inspire for that? If you don't mind <laughs> sharing the magic, I know you're a comical feller. Uh, many people have laughed at me. That's accurate. Uh, mainly whenever I talk about hopes and dreams. Um, but the <laughs> so as you had mentioned. Nashville got what people in the north would refer to as big coat weather. Scotty and I definitely connected about this at one point in time. We were like, yeah, okay, it's it's not terrible. He's, you know, mountains of uh, California, I'm mm -hmm. mountains of PA. And uh, this is very much big coat weather. The the difference between this is that in the south, it's snowmageddon, as Scotty had mentioned. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, here in the south, it's snowbageddon. Back home, I would have been out <laughs> shoveling in a t-shirt. I'm a, uh, I'm from the, I'm from the flat mountains of Texas. We call them plateaus. <laughs> uh, West Texas has a few plateaus where my grandma and my mom were from. But other than that, like where I'm from, this kind of snow weather, we get it once every four years or so. Like we'll get snow to where it's up to our knees. I've seen that before. And then like this year, it was. Christmas was in shorts and a t-shirt and we had to turn on the AC so we can put on the hoodies to take pictures because <laughs> I bought my niece and nephew uh, matching hoodies like and I had a matching hoodie and that was our Christmas gifts and like we put them on but it's too hot so we had to turn on the AC so we could put them on the pictures or the, the hoodies to, to match uh, uh, for for the shot but anyway yeah it's just it's been crazy and you know when people my mom called me like oh I hear you guys are gonna get a, a a snowstorm. She told me this last night, and like, oh, whatever, maybe. I looked out this morning and I was doubtful because, like, I didn't see anything. 
And like I shared earlier in my show, I was on my way to work uh, when um, the, the the administrator kind of told me, hey, um, if you guys don't want to come in, you don't feel like, like driving in this, you don't have to. And I'm like, I saw maybe one or two little flurries, like people are scared of driving this. Come on, y'all. I'm from I'm from the desert. Even I'm 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 good at driving this. And of course, by the time I got there, it started snowing more. And by the short time I was there, it had already gotten to I don't know how high. Uh, that like it just it was weird because I I was there's a step to get into the building, and it just looked level. Like I didn't know where the step was, and I knew it was coming. So I was like kept stepping slow to I finally you know you felt that it it went away. Like all right, there there's the step, and then I could get to the road or to the to the parking lot um, and or a curb, sorry, a curb that I knew there was a, a drop, but it was just level. Like I couldn't find where that division was. That's how much it had snowed in the time that I was inside. But anyway, made it here safely. Thank God. And um, I'll be working from home tomorrow like everyone else. Hey, all right. The all weird right. part is I've, I've started to kind of get, um, what is it? Cabin fever. Yeah. <laughs> It's instead, I would much rather have Bieber fever at this point in time than cabin fever. The cabin fever? Oh, it's happening. Oh, no. Uh, you know that turns into the bebonic plague, though. <laughs> the bebonic plague. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into something a little more serious. Let's talk about... Just kidding. Um, hey, I'm just curious. Coming into this year... Last year was what it was last year, but this year you don't have to give me like big dreams, but in your plans and like I've talked to Alex before and I know that that, that Scotty is a, a dreamer. He's an artist and such. I mean, what are you kind of looking forward to this year? Mm-hmm. Is there something that you're looking forward to this year? I'll go first. While you guys are thinking, I'll go first. Um, for example, this new opportunity that I now have, I haven't. Sh- I think I shared with with Scotty at the at the New Year's party. Uh, I know I shared with Alex. I haven't shared my crowd yet, so I'm not gonna let him know. But be- it, it, you know, when you look at it, people probably assume, oh, it's a step backwards because you're settling for a job. But I also, given the opportunities that are allowed to me, the resources that are allowed to me, I see it as a chance to to build for. The business that I eventually want to speak to 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 grow into as a speaker, I don't see it taken away from me at all. As a matter of fact, and also from the film aspect, I don't see it taken away from me because I this Saturday I have a a shoot that they I just been hired on um, by by a company to go do some behind the scenes footage for them. So it's available, and they're going to do it Friday after I got off of work. But they said, you know what? Because of the snow, let's wait till Saturday. Like, oh, that's even better for me. Um, so. So Saturday, uh, I get to do this. So there's no, I'm no, not losing out on working in other passions, but I do see this, this being a little more. Um, it's just it has excited me. It's gotten me back into getting physically strong because I shared with that with you guys that I've kind of let myself go simply because I found myself in a point where I, I just didn't see any more growth where I was at. Now I, I do. So I, I'm, I'm focused back on the mental strength. I'm focused back on the financial strength. I'm focused back on, well, I've always had the mental strength. That's been one of my best things. But just, uh, and also I'm focusing on building better relationships in other areas. I have good relationships. I'm maintaining those, but I'm building new uh, relationships that for other things. And we'll talk more in detail on that later. But other than that, that's, those are the kind of things that I'm excited that this year is bringing. And that necessarily doesn't necessarily have to do with this year. It's just where 
I've now in position need myself to go forward. Who would like to go next? All right. I think I'll take it. The artist. Might as well just go in row. <laughs> <laughs> I can do first, this too, like. First before Ooh, I walk to launch. Yes. Oh, hey, I get all of the attention. That's the Such straight up honor. spectral bonds I like. That's the dojo right there. Yeah. yeah oh, wait. The wrong layer. way. Wait. This is this is what this is what I want to do. Oh, Hold hey, on. Hey. Oh, we got the, I'm trying that. to figure something out. Don't worry. <laughs> but all right, let's just do this. Boom. Okay. Cool. We've got my fancy pants room here. I've got uh, machine micro, which is a MIDI sampler. Got my main axe, Stratocaster, in the corner right. Let's see if I can do this with me. <laughs> got it. Uh, that. <laughs> that is a, I found a method of making speakers, paintings that double as speakers. Hmm. So it's a flat panel painting, but it resonates to produce sound. Um, so that was my first prototype of that. And I've got some nerdy stuff. I've got a movie theater poster from the original Pokemon movie way back. Um, I knew somebody that worked at the theater, and I was a huge Pokemon nerd as a kid. Still am. Was? <laughs> yeah, was, am, forever will be, you know. Um, anyways, enough about my lair. Uh, to touch on something you said, Hosa, before I jump into my own hopes for 2021, God, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will forever be in support of artists working jobs. Um, mm. I think it, it's a tremendously exciting thing when you reach the point where you can transition into your art, dream, passion, whatever, full-time. But when you're working a job outside of your passion, I think that it grants a lot of perspectives that can be very useful within your main passion. And beyond that, any job that you're working, you can be grinding skills that are transferable and can be applied within your primary passion. So it's it's like getting paid to level up. Oh, uh, so I think that, that is tremendously valuable and provides you with many opportunities to build relationships with people that you otherwise wouldn't. And I think far too many people spend all of their time hoping and dreaming for that point where they won't have to work a day job while completely neglecting the gold that is available to them in it. Um, so soapbox over, but I wanted to say oh, that. Dude, that was a rock star gold you just dropped right there. I, I have to, I have to, I have to agree, man. That was if if somebody literally makes a meme of this episode, that's it. Mm -hmm. You get paid for leveling up. That is it. <laughs> that was well said, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I love it. All right, let's let's give Alex a little bit of time to. to no, 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 no. Scott, right. Scott, Scott had his. That was his soapbox about working. He didn't talk about what he's excited oh. about this year. All right. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. I I can be. Thank you. Reasonably quick about this. 
Um, what I'm really excited about this year is just continuing to see gains in the areas of life that I've been putting effort into. Uh, I've, I've had a number of big setbacks in life. I've had a number of major health-related setbacks. But in the past two years, actually, 2020 was my best year in a long time. Um, but the past two years, I've really gotten to put work into developing myself and my life. I've been playing a lot more music and seeing mm. significant gains in my skill, which feels incredible. It, it was a long time where I'd been on a plateau. Um, I've been starting to get into bodybuilding, which is also something that I'd wanted to do for a very long time and hadn't had good opportunity, but I've got a great guy training me right now. Um, I've been getting into investing and studying crypto and blockchain technologies, and I've done fairly well with it. I, I think I could have done better, so I'm going into a season of kind of re-evaluating my strategies to try to maximize it. Um, but it's... I can't not express to you how good it feels to see the fruit of my labor when I put so many years in prior to this, just trying to barely survive. Mm. So 2022, there may be surprises along the way that are great, but I'm just looking forward to those incremental gains. Dude, dude, so good. I'm thinking about bamboo right now, like the bamboo shoots how for years and years you're watering, you're watering, you're watering, and nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. But you can't stop. You got to be faithful. And then when the right time, when the season, when it's when it's it's perk and it's needed time has as has as germinated or whatever, then suddenly it just grows to be one of the tallest things, and it just almost overnight. And that's the kind of stuff I can't wait to see happening for you. Can't wait to see happening for Tinker. Can't wait to see happening for Miguel's best friend, me. Uh, we just, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing season, but it's going through this, these times, these gentle times of testing, of growing, of stretching, of, 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 of pain uh, that will help remind us to keep humble, to keep mm -hmm. a good level head. I mean, it's even biblical, you know, uh, money for uh, money that comes fast and easy is quickly lost. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it, but money that is, that's created with time, uh, with work is appreciated and lasts longer and, 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 and can benefit our generations after generations. But anyway, that's good stuff. I, I, I totally approve of, of all the fun stuff you, of the good stuff you said for this year. And, um, can't wait to see, uh, well, definitely look, we've talked about this. I need to bring you on to talk crypto for those yeah. who are interested in cryptocurrency. Today's not going to be a cryptocurrency show. Because uh, uh, we don't have that. Actually, it doesn't matter. I got four-hour stream. I don't want to do four-hour stream <laughs> if we want to. All right, let's let's listen. Tinker, you ready? You're yeah, up. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be coughing a little bit, but as long as everybody can handle that, I'm okay. Oh, I'm out. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I got I, you. Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks. Appreciate it. You know, I I want to take two seconds real quickly, and um, I'd like to just first and foremost, I want to highlight the the both of you because one um scotty to i'm gonna start off with you because you're the first person that is actually on my mind thursday nights i don't get to spend time you know with 
Hosafat. And the fact that I get to be on a Hey Rockstar show with both uh, our very own Rockstar himself, Mr. Hosafat Emiliano, but also with, you know, M Mr. Spectral Bonsai himself, Scott Kinman. Um, uh, what was the what was the cool name that we came up with? The um, cryptologist crypt crypto. <laughs> oh, do you remember that? So uh, fla flashback, right? Flashback. It's been let's just say it's been um, a year and a half, you know, a wild mm -hmm. 20 months um, since we have entered into, uh, you know, three weeks to flatten the curve. And <laughs> one of one of the things that um, I'd like to say is is in that time the three of us always and this is kind of a i won't say a bad habit but the three of us definitely have a very strong work ethic i'll say is that is that fair i, I mean mm -hmm. i'm not going to say workaholics because that's that's a negative term um but i will say we're very dedicated to improving and honing our skills um which i i definitely think comes from the the passion for working and when that whole thing started, I remember, um, Scotty, you and I sat back and basically, I think, I want to say we, we both got whiteboards. You can see mine over here. And we mm -hmm. basically wrote down our, our version one vision board of what we were going to go through. Um, actually, Scotty, you found this for me, if I remember correctly. Yep. Picked and, it up at the uh, thrift store. Yeah, and so it, it's been it's been uh, it's been part of um, part of our friendship identity is very much rooted in what is the next step. And when you said you know twenty twenty was one of the best years that you've had in a very long time, um, I just want to remind you: don't forget how you pronounce this year is twenty twenty two. So if you're looking for a good year, so many people associate 2020 with being a horrible year and understandably so there was a lot of a lot of loss and a lot of isolation, a lot of growth in mental um, health scare and a lot of a lot of bad habits, a lot of good habits, a lot of a lot of growth, a lot of personal development. But Scotty, when you sit back and you say 2020 was one of your best years, I just want to remind you this is 2022. Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> because that that good year, it's going to it's going to find its way back this year as well. Double mm -hmm. it, Lord. Double it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't forget. Testimony means do it again. <laughs> uh, but uh, host of fat, I got to tell you, I, I know I know my Thursdays book up pretty, pretty yeah. much uh, every week. And being that we have an opening i i had to i had to say thank you so much for inviting me on it's nothing short of an absolute honor and a pleasure to be on uh hey rockstar again gentlemen i was excited to do it because uh like i said i i I, wa I needed to get the show done it's been over a month since the last show i did and uh, and i was feeling like i need to get back on although i had nothing to share except for what i recorded and even as i was getting the show ready and I was like, oh, crap, I didn't get the video footage off to put it on. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just call it Return of the Rockstar and just go from there. And my goal was I was going to share the stuff I'm going through, the the, the loss, the, the changes. But then I saw you guys post up like, you know, it would be awesome. And these guys are stuck at home, too. And uh, you know what? It, it's on Instagram, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> Will you? Is it on yours or on Scotty's? I can't remember. Is it uh, Tinker's? It's on. Yeah, it's on. It's on, on Alice Tinker Four. Is it cool yeah, if yeah. I play it uh, <laughs> for the people? Because it's just beautiful. It's it's, it's it's and you know, of course, once I heard that amazing voice of oh, Scotty, and like, oh, Scotty's home too. Thank you. Thank you uh, so much. I, I was. I've always commented Scott's voice. He's got that low. It's visit, it's know. the timbre. It's the Bob Ross timbre. Scotty has the ability to, he could narrate a phone book and I would be so completely like, <laughs> so completely enamored by the time he gets to the word aardvark. And that's not even a last name in it. I would aardvark. listen for it. <laughs> like, like AA, you got me. Okay. It's yes. A aardvark is the, it's, and I'm just over here. I'm like, what game are you playing? Okay. What mm -hmm. level are we on? Yes. I'm listening. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess I'd better announce it now because otherwise it would have been pretty awkward to hold on to it. But that's my next project, reading the phone book aloud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Hold on. <laughs> All right, let's switch back to the three sums. Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, <laughs> they are. They are roommates right now. For now, yeah. uh, yep. a lot of a lot of life change things are happening next year. Uh, Alex, did you ever uh, share what you're looking forward to this year? I don't think I did. I'm sorry. Cool. I got really excited that Scotty's working on that new project. I'm very excited to hear the phone book done. It's going to be lo-fi beats. Get for ready. Sure. For sure. Oh yeah. Um, you hear the vinyl pops in the background that are actually just an added filter later on. But listen, those vinyl pops, right? You can only hear them if you have Dolby Digital. So you need to make sure that you upgrade your speakers. <laughs> um, yep. Oh, and also follow him on Patreon. Remember, at Spectral Bonsai. And, uh, uh, I don't have yeah. Patreon right now. Oh, well, that's I mean, the I next thing. I have one, but I never set it up. I made an account. Um, okay, so uh, big things this year. Um, mm. Last year, I... Last year, I did quite a lot. I checked a lot off of my bucket list. Let me check my vision board. So last year, I I released a record. I did uh, released a podcast. Started work for... Oh, yeah. Okay, so I started A Tinker Media, which is going to be what... Uh, it's the umbrella corporation that everything's going to fall under uh, that I do, including a few things that I'm, I'm actively working on, but some of the big things that I'm very excited for are uh, one of the big life changes host fat had mentioned of getting married, which is very weird uh, to say, because I always thought that I was going to end up being a bachelor in for my entire life, living alone in a cabin in the woods with a dog. And, uh, and then somebody changed that. So I was very excited about that. Um, so that's happening. I'm definitely going to be leaving, the house that I currently share with the uh, legendary Mr. Spectral Bonsai, Scott uh, Kinman. And I I think, I don't know if this is the year where I start recording or start working on the full record, but I've had somebody who's become a little bit more of a mentor to me lately uh, who has been encouraging me to really push myself in my hosting abilities and my, my mm. emceeing uh, for events. And the speaking and the introductions and stuff like that through um, through my Thursday night show at 
uh, Puckets of Leaper's Fork. I'm the open mic night uh, co-MC, um, and that's right here in Tennessee. So it's the greatest open mic night in the world, and I get to I get to be a part of that growth. The biggest thing is, though, I, I, I don't know if you guys feel this as creatives, um, but do you ever have a moment where you're excited for almost like the unknown? Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't put your finger on it, yeah. but you're, you, you yeah. It's like you yeah, have yeah. that, you have that, like that adrenaline rush. Whenever you think of people sit back and they're like, well, man, what are you going to do this year? And then I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but this is going to be cool. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what it's going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's, yeah. that's where I'm at. You got a John Mark Clark saying rocking it guys. Thank you, John Mark. Right on and... Mr. Clark. I'm looking forward to all the new friends that I'm going to make in town. Hey, welcome to town. It's a good one for it. Is he, Tell is you he, what? New, is he new in Nashville? Hold on. Oh, I know John Mark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Juan Marcos. I haven't seen the Juan Marcos on my phone. Uh, but uh, yeah, actually, good guy. And hey, maybe I have to bring you on my show someday. Uh, right now, you were mentioning something about um, and about the as a creative, expecting or just feeling hyped or... or it creates it excited for the unexpected for the new. Um, that's kind of what my last video that I recorded at the house was. It was an empty space. And I said, some people see an empty space and they feel sad. And it's like, like I've lost it all. There's nothing left. But whenever as a creative or as, as I guess the attitude that we developed, I go into an empty space thinking of awesome. I get to create something out of nothing. I get to create something mm-hmm. new. I get to, I get to change this to whatever fits me best. And that's what I, and I go from there. From there, I go into the ultimate do overs for me is like going to a new space, going to a new town, going to a new city, making new friends. Uh, it's, it's just a, a chance to grow. And I never even thought of it the way you just put it, Alex, as a creative, you're excited for what you don't know you're excited for, but you know, something's awesome is going to happen. You know, my last video, I was talking about the little twins. Uh, last episode, I was talking about the little, the, you know, that's that story. I'm sure you guys have seen the analogy of the twins. Two twins, um, one's highly optimistic, the other one's highly pessimistic, and the father decided to do a a a little story for them, or just a little test, a social experiment. And on one kid, he put him in the room full of all the toys he could ever dream, he could ever desire. And the pessimistic, he put the pessimistic kid in this room. And instead of being happy for having the abundance of toys, he was sad because he was thinking, I'm no way in life will I, there's no way I'll ever have enough time to be able to play with all these toys. And he just soaked in that. Whereas the other kid, he put him in a room full of manure, you know, and that kid was just within, within minutes, he was laughing and digging in this crap. And the dad's like, oh my gosh, so what, 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 why are you so excited? And the optimistic kid was like, with so much manure, there's bound to be a pony somewhere. It's the, <laughs> it's, it's the way we see the life. It's the way we are excited. I mean, and you know, one of the things I tell a lot of the students when I first go into class, like, hey, I got to warn you guys, I'm one of those annoying half full kind of guys. And like, wait, actually, no, never mind. I'm not. I'm neither a half empty or half full. I'm a free refills kind of guy. Life is free with refills. (laughs) If I run out, I can get some more or figure out a way to get more. I'm not limited by the circumstance. I'm only limited by my imagination, my mind, my attitude. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for your viewing pleasure. (laughs) 
<laughs> the video that I, and uh, I went to the music one. It wasn't that that one. It was the other one. So I'm going to try not to share your personal information unless you don't care. The world sees it. Oh, I don't. I don't mind. It's Alex Tinker Four. Hold up. All right. Can you guys see it? Let's let's go and and view it on big mode here. All right. Pew. Didn't really do much of a change, did it? <laughs> this is the video that I saw. Bro, what's going on out here? What are you nothing, doing? Nothing. It's I. Pockets was closed, and I miss open mic. Nothing. Uh huh. That was awesome. <laughs> what's going on out here? What are you doing? Nothing. So. I, the worst part is that I put those stuffed animals up hoping that one of them was going to talk back to me. And it was just not one of my greater moments. As I said, mental health awareness is something very big to focus on during these, you know, cabin fever, Bieber fever days. I find myself constantly talking with Miguel or just to myself when I'm around, mm -hmm. I mean, even at work, like, like, Today is just me and another person in the whole building. And he was like at the other side. And as I'm walking around the hallway, I'm just talking out loud my, my thoughts and, and, and things and, and making plans. I'm like always there's always a strategy in my head on how possibility. I don't know. I don't know if your mind worked this way, but as a problem solver, I create a strategy. But as I'm walking, like I have this way, this is the goal, this is the easiest way. But if this doesn't pan out, I have another way to work it around. Like I have multiple strategies, mm. but that's just the way my mind works. You know, chess. You, you 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 can react, try to be offensive, but if something doesn't work that way, don't be so tied in that one strategy. You gotta have multiple ways to get go go to the same destination. Mm -hmm. That's just that's the way I, I think. Um, I very much I very much see you like the uh, the woman from uh, Queen's Gambit. Did you, did you get a chance to watch that? I haven't it's seen a, it. Okay, it's a, a Netflix special. Uh, Scotty, did you end up watching the woman that? or the little girl? I saw no, bits and pieces. Woman. It's what? I saw bits and pieces. In short, what you were just describing, though, is is very much both how I see I see our conversations, uh, both separately and together. Hosefat, um, you're she would go through hundreds, if not thousands, of moves before she would make a very crucial one. Um, Scotty, I feel like anytime you and I speak, either about crypto or even grinding on a uh on a pokemon game on the switch it really i'm dead serious it's it, it any way you look at it it comes out okay what's the plan how can we be mm -hmm. both proactive yet still flexible enough to be successfully reactive mm -hmm. and i feel like that's that's a very good way to describe the way that your your mind plans three steps ahead would you agree I think so. I think that's, that is actually something that I was thinking about a little bit earlier in this conversation before Hosa started talking about that. Um, when you were talking about being excited for the unknown, I was thinking, thinking about how valuable that is. Um, and thinking about how my approach to planning years has changed. Uh, because there was a period of time in my life where I got very, very into self-development. And that's something that's still very important to me. 
but a lot of the uh, the the principles, the beliefs that were contained in the materials that I was digesting were very much about you set detailed plans on how to reach your goal and you get it. And that's how you win at life. And I found in my own experience that life has way too many curveballs and that the only way for me to maintain any sense of success, positivity, hope, etc., is to hold all of my plans with very open hands. And I think that when it when it comes to casting strategy and and determining how you're going to go about accomplishing things, I find it more beneficial to focus on principles. This is the overall way that I approach things. This is the attitude that I keep myself in. Um, it it's it's like what's a good analogy for it? It's it's a, a meta governance. So instead of having to route out every minutia, um, every tiny decision you keep your eye on the overall and a lot of the minutia will work themselves out. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense outside of my own head, but. Uh, no, it's perfect right now. You just reminded me of something that I heard from, um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. One of the best advice I got from Robert Kiyosaki was watch YouTube videos because there's a lot of experts out there that are doing oh. it, not just talking about it. But one of the videos, many, many videos, um, one guy was talking about how to make yourself your, your time more efficient, how to be a how be how to be quicker at making the right choices, and it all starts with your inner game. You start uh, putting your values in order, figure out who you are, defining your I guess not your script, but at least your persona so that the the actions and reactions that you take are are equal or are in incongruent with whom you are so whenever uh, an opportunity comes you can you know right there and then yes i can do that or yes i won't do that because that's not something that i'm interested in that's not something that, that, that takes mm -hmm. me towards my final outcome so once you the more you know yourself the more you know the your boundaries the more you've set them of course it's up to us to stretch and grow but the more you know it the, the better you can filter out the waste of time and let mm -hmm. in those things that are just just in harmony with your life goal life plan so yes strategy yeah. yes gotta know how to do go around another guy I heard another video guy um he says that to practice his mind from just thinking differently, he figures out, like, let's say go home. He figure out every day he goes home a different way just to hmm. sometimes it's longer. Sometimes it's quicker. Mm -hmm. It's just he wants to know different ways to go to, to his destination. That way you won't get stuck in that routine and it keeps your mind fresh and flexible for any opportunities. And chaos comes. You are still in control in the moment of chaos. Love it. That was a much better said version of what I was trying to communicate. <laughs> no, 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 no. It just, um, I watch YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love YouTube. YouTube is a great resource. Twitter is an incredible resource. If you are looking for, um, skill set information because the limitation of Twitter and having to fit only, only so many characters forces people to consolidate a, a 
great breadth of knowledge into a simple statement. Um, I think it was, was it Einstein that said, if you can't explain something simply, you don't know it well enough. Mm. Yes. So in this case, when someone has that short, that short, you know, snippet of information, if they can convey their point, educate and still inform um, that, I mean, that in itself is the basis of being, I mean, knowing your, knowing your topic well enough. Mm-hmm. Hey, a quick, quick little break, guys. I got to give a shout out, first of all, to Brian Mullen. Did I say it right? Mullen? <laughs> Mullen. He says, Alex Tinker Fourth rocks! Agree. You're so good at hosting MC. And I totally agree with you, Mr. Brian. Sorry if I mutilated your name. And here's another Here's another legend right here who says, we hey, have the 18 yeah. tonight. Trailer made, aka Christian Taylor made. Uh, Christian, you got a computer. If you want to jump on, we'll be on for a little bit. I mean, I'm not sure what when these guys are planning to go to bed, but this conversation now is just now getting good on how to plan. Talk, a guy who knows strategy. Uh, well, I'm not sure if he can talk about strategy, but a guy who definitely made life work for him with a passion that he first started with YouTube videos. And now where he's at, where he, he just posted a, a, a Instagram video about how he was able to buy his first house off of YouTube money. And I'm like, my dude, my dude. Now he has a studio right outside of this, uh, uh, out of, out of this. And you know, it's just, but it's just something that he started. And one time we were talking, he was showing me YouTube strategies because he's going to school. He's going to watch other people. He's learning. He's investing to grow his business, to learn how he can become a better content creator or a better, uh, person who knows how, sorry, I might, I might say that wrong. Someone who knows how to, to work the, the, uh, the YouTube ag- algorithms and how to just be more uh, relevant and such. So, I mean, this guy is just keeping himself sharp, uh, to do these, uh, to do YouTube videos. And of course the proof's in the pudding. He's getting paid handsomely for what he provides on YouTube. Me, I'm still keeping it free for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> Another shout out to John Mark Clark again. That's awesome. Marcos. Juan Marcos Clark. Um, he's a, uh, actually Scotty's probably the one of the, the two people and also Crayler, who hasn't seen my new place yet. I, Alex helped me move <laughs> one night. He helped me move this big old fire pit over here. <laughs> Sorry about that. How's your leg after that, my man? The leg is fine. It was the uh, the leg was fine. It was the the pneumonia that I was suffering oh. through at the time. That th- that was the point that really kind of like it's. So let me let me paint y'all a story, everybody. Host um, <laughs> of fat. We we had just gotten. I forget what. I think. Oh, we did lunch. Thighs. Yeah, yeah, we got smoking thighs. Um, and uh, they got some amazing barbecue tacos or uh, barbecue nachos. They were fantastic. And uh, we, we sat back and on the way back, he just looks and he's like, hey, um, I, I know you're hurting right now. Can you can you give me a hand? I was like, yeah, man, what, what's up? He goes, uh, I'm going to carry this. You can't. I'm like, no, you know, 50 50. I'll take one side. You take the other. So the next seven minutes. We both had bruised shins. We both had <laughs> bruised hips. It's about 40 degrees. It started raining. I could see my breath. And I have a chair on this arm. He's got a chair on this. Arm. It's it's massive. It and is, but it's cool looking. 
Oh, it's so cool. And he looks at me and he's just like, okay, we're only going like right up the road. It's a quarter mile. <laughs> you know, like, like, it's like, we're, we're so out of nowhere. Hosafat just looks at me. He's like, are you sure you're good with this? I'm like, Hosafat, we, are, we are three quarters of the way. I'm not taking it the whole way back. Let's just power through. We're good. Um, but no, it's, I, I would not have traded that for anything in the world. It was spectacular. <laughs> But yes, uh, Scotty. Eventually, I need to get you to come visit the the new place. Um, I yeah. still got a mess. Once the once the pod, once the studio room is ready, that's the last thing I need to finish up. Um, everything else, like I have my entertainment room, I have my reading rest room, and not restroom, resting room, but uh, also my workout room because this is where I do most of my workout. Plus, I have like a hanging bar there too. You do have a restroom though. I do. I do have a bathroom. Yeah. Okay. With a blue tub. It's so, so cool. So nostalgic. Nice. A blue tub. Um, my bed is no longer on the highest setting. I brought it down to a normal setting. Even uh, Juan Mark, he's like, dude, now that I know you can put a queen-size mattress on scaffolding, that's amazing. I know it can work. Yes, for those of you who do not know, I created a bed frame at a, out of scaffolding, and it is the coolest thing ever. Uh, it just works. good idea. It works. That's and if it's a queen idea. size bed, all I did was I got, instead of giving, getting two crosses, I got mm -hmm. uh, one cross on one side. I got three wooden planks that, that are made mm -hmm. for scaffolding. Um, and I went ahead and kept the, the casters on there, the wheeled casters, to give it just a little bit of height. And it's just the perfect bed for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and no box spring needed because it's one of them thick mattresses with a pillow top on it by Serta. Anyway. Uh, but, uh, it's just, it's, 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 it's a comfy. And then the other night as I was walking through here, like this thing is double the size of what I'm used to. And I love it. <laughs> I got, I actually have to walk far to go to the restroom where the other one, I just like <laughs> got up, stood up and I'm there, <laughs> got out of my bed, stood up and I was there. This one I have to get up, stand up, walk a creepy little hallway. <laughs> no, I'm not that creepy, but, uh, it's, it's definitely a, a fun little home for a single guy as myself for now. That's all we're leaving there. Um, what else would we like to talk about? I mean, we I, I love what we were hitting on. I guess I should have done this while I was talking. I love what we were hitting on uh, on, on on strategy. I love that we're talking about this, enter this new year. Um, I got, how about, let's, I got, let, an, idea. What I got was an idea real quick. You were talking very briefly, and, and I'm, I'm so sorry to make you do all this switching around with the cameras, but you had made mention of – I forget who you said it was on YouTube, but he said the moment that you are aware of um, yourself, knowing yourself, you'll be able to to know if if a change comes along, if you're willing to if if it's going to fit in your wheelhouse of um, what you would like to you know, what actions you'd like to take by knowing yourself. Correct. Yeah. Who was that? And that uh, again. I can't remember off the top of my head. I've watched so many people who talked about this. It could have been Tony Anthony. It could have been Les Brown. It could have been Robert Kiyosaki. But it's one of those kind of coaches that they talk about um, it, it, when you work on your inner game. That's the important thing is you, you, you just get to know yourself. Hey, actually, maybe it was T.D. Jakes. So I remember one time. I remember one time he was talking about how he, he's gotten to know himself because he's, he's dated himself. He's had a chance to go out and he'll, he'll go to lunch by himself and, and get to know who he is, what he desires, so that whenever um, 
choices come, habits come, you just, you're ready for it. You don't have to think it twice. Like, and another, again, another person, maybe this is a flaw, but I like it. Uh, the way I work is I just constantly am taking information from everywhere and just when it needs to pop out, it pops up in due season. But someone once said um, that, uh, sorry, my mind just kind of went a hundred ways when I said that aspect about, about uh, when you find yourself, uh, uh, what was I going with that? That, that, that you take it in and it comes out or you take it in and then the opportunities come when, whenever you're, you're presented with opportunities, you don't waste time in trying to figure out what's right, what's not right. Instead, you ask yourself, what fits my persona? What fits my lifestyle? What fits me and my, my, my choice? And then you just go that, that route. Uh, there was something else I could throw in there and just got slipped my mind. That's 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 the limitation of knowing and reading too much. Uh, the reason, reason I brought that whole thing up was it very much reminded me of Days in the Kitchen. Um, now, there are so many different shows that we're all familiar with. I mean, how many times have you heard the phrase Kitchen Stadium or um, Gordon Ramsay, uh, you know, who's a spectacular individual, by the way, uh, truly a very kind individual. Um, and... I mean, you'll see different you'll see different shows where the individual has nothing more than a handful of ingredients and you have to know what to do. This brings me back to a natural inventory system. Now, in there are programs where you learn your inventory, you understand the, the, the parts of yourselves and and basically you have to you have to know where what, what's an asset, what fits you and what is something that you can mold a little bit better right in the kitchens we would get a sheet and we would spend the last night of every month uh probably until about 4 a.m uh maybe you know into the morning shift uh after the night shift doing inventory so that we knew just exactly what was in our kitchens why did we do that if somebody came in and had a particular allergy a food allergy we had to be able to say look Light bulb goes off. Oh, they're allergic to sesame seeds. Yes, we have sesame seeds in the kitchen. We cannot guarantee that, you know, it's a completely sesame-free kitchen. But also, if somebody comes in and they're like, I love everything on the menu, but I really want something with tamarind. We could be like, you know what? We don't have tamarind here hmm. at all. It's not even in the building. It's not something that we can do. I like the fact that you were saying very, 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 very strongly, this is, you know, is it part of who I am? Is it part of the culture I want to create? And honestly, I don't think there's a better individual to talk on this than the show that we're on right now, because I can't think of a man who who creates a better culture by knowing himself than our very own host, Mr. Host Fatemiliano. That's right, Miguel. I apologize. Yes, Miguel. Miguel. <laughs> Miguel. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But you know, and again, no, I, I take that a compliment. I take that compliment and I, I I know it to be true in a humble way. But a man's only as good as the people he chooses to surround himself with. I'm only as good as the people who I choose to let into my private life, which is YouTube. Amongst some other great people. Thanks, Boo. Oh, thanks, brother. All right, I have a question here from John Mark Clark that he'd like to know from each of us, and um, 
the question is, what is something that has inspired you all this past month that you will springboard into this next part of 2022? Who would like to take, who would like to answer that first? That's a good question. We need to have him on this show. That's a really good question. <laughs> we'll bring yeah. him on. Hey, John, yeah. you want to jump on? We've already been on this for an, um, an hour 10, but I'm waiting for another person to pop up. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to, I'll give him the 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 the, the thing. Uh, you know, I, I got an idea. I very, and I'm so sorry. I, I feel like I'm like, I'm, I'm just, you know. Well, I mean, you're not at your me. normal place. Normally, tonight on Thursday nights, you're out talking at at a uh, Leapers Fork. So you need some. You need an outlet tonight. Go ahead. Actually, it's very funny that you say I was out talking. So, the the one thing that I've started to change is my value on certain aspects of things I've done my whole life. Now, when it comes to value, only you can really set your value. Yeah. Um, and in the past thirty days. Actually, I I actually had somebody who um, suggested last summer that I read a book. Now, I, I'm not one to really read minor. Uh, I've I've fought with minor dyslexia for for a while now, so reading was never something I, I enjoyed. Uh, audio is how I always took it in, but there was a book that was um, it was the the presentation technique techniques of steve jobs mm. and i realized uh and it was it was at that that moment where i realized somebody looked at me and saw value in a place that i had never seen it before and in the past 30 days alone i have sat back and i have i have probably crushed that book once and i started into it a second time realizing that something i've done my entire life by talking by just being kind by just being engaging is actually a skill set that I had never capitalized on by by improving. I had never gone into the dojo. I had never actually put that knife to a stone and honed that skill before. Um, but the moment that I realized somebody saw value in that, okay, now things are shifting. So I would say something that I've noticed, and if you want to pull up uh, – the, the quote again at the bottom, one of the things that I've, I've realized that is going to springboard me into this next year is if I start seeing every engagement that I have as practice or the real deal of using the new skill set that I'm honing, then every single day I am going to be a rock star on stage. I'm always going to be playing my guitar. I'm always going to be in Kitchen Stadium. I'm always going to be writing my next novel because that art form is my communication. So it can be something so simple that you realize in, in the past 30 days. You could have realized it in the past 30 years. Don't forget the rock stars that we are that, that are growing today we may not hear about in the, for the next 15 years as they grow and develop into these these wise and 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 sage-like mentors so the biggest thing is i've realized that just because i'm i've always been told i'm good on the phone 
yeah, I'm good on the phone because my skill set is also communication. And as long as I keep my focus on developing and further developing my communication, I am always going to be the rock star on the stage from my interactions. That was a big shift that I had to make. That's good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. um, so the question that's been asked on us right now is what is something that inspired you all this past month that you will that you will uh, that you will springboard into the next part of 2022? Um, I'm about to answer and I'm, gonna, I'm then after that after me, I'll let you go, Scott, if that's OK. Uh, but before I go, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Christian hey! Taylor. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for having welcome. me on. So that's the question, Christian. Um, welcome back to the party. We're, we're just having fun chatting and live streaming, see who shows up. Uh, hey, guys, why don't you go ahead and just share this? We'll be on for at least another half hour, maybe an hour. Who knows? This will be the longest stream I've done. But I, the way I want to answer this question, and this is something that happened to me and um, that happened last month in particular, and it had to do with with, with this area, um, with, with making a choice of where I'm going to live, making a choice of what I'm going to do. I finally sat at one point and, and I said to myself, okay, Josafat, the truth is you have too many options. Pick one and then stick with it. And then and, and I decided, once I decided this is where I'm going to live, I don't care. I mean, there's other options, there's other places, but I choose this one. Now let's figure out how we're going to make this work. And then whenever these opportunities of work came, like, all right, I'm going to pick this route and I'm going to stick to it and, and, and see how it goes. So I guess what happened to me last month is I had to make decisions and choose to stick with those decisions. Another quote, another YouTuber that I watched and listened to, and I can't, I need to start citing everyone I learned or, or, or like everything I watch, but I watch so much of other people's content that it pours into me. Um, he said that, that great leaders are quick to make decisions but but when 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 um when complications arise they also stay firm and they they stick with their decisions whereas bad leaders dilly daddle and take forever to make a, make up their mind on what they do and at the first first taste of 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 of, of difficulty they're quick to backpedal and get out of their decisions so i'm like i'm not going to be one of those guys i want to be one of these guys so i guess what i am Bringing into 2022 is to be a guy who I, I'm quick to make decisions, make the right decisions, but not only that, stick with my decisions. Be, be proud and be and own up to my decisions, regardless of what it is, and say, you know what, this is the this is what I picked to do, and this is the way I'm going, and and, and nothing, and I don't know. That's just it's, it's going to create more sto- stoicism for me, more stability for me, but more than that, it's giving me just a a I guess my mantra, my 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 way of thinking as a man. I'm going to stick with this route and, 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 and just be quick at it. Anyway, that's, 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 that's what I, that's what happened to me last month that I'm taking into this year decisions and being and sticking to my guns. All right, Scotty. Okay. Well, you've oh, had plenty of time. We're giving Christian a little time more to, to think this over. Cause he just got to the party and we'll probably give you a quick intro here in a bit. Mr. Taylor. Sweet. Ready to hear from Scott on this one. All right. I, I will jump in. Uh, Christian, your mic, at least to my ears, sounds a little bit lower than the others. Okay, let me uh, let me adjust that. Thank you. I was I was wondering, it sounds kind of quiet on my side. Is that a, oh, that's too hot. What about there? That sounds good. I like it. 
Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's still kind of hot. I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Somewhere around there sounds good. Um, anyways, at first I was thinking that most of most of what has inspired me for going into 2022 is stuff that I picked up earlier in 2021, not the last 30 days. Um, mm. But then I, I remembered actually just yesterday, uh, I was listening to a another podcast and the podcast was interviewing a guy who's an investigative journalist. Um, and it, it kind of, it took some realizations that I had had about myself previously and put frosting and a cherry on top, if you will. Yum. Um, and, and that is essentially that something that seems to be fairly core to who I am is I love learning. That's something that has always driven me and I, it's been a double-edged sword, but I have the gift of obsession. So when a topic really catches my interest, it becomes my entire world and I will read and listen and watch everything that I can about it for months on end. And thus far in life, I've used that in my own life and in just a relational sense, having conversations with people. And when I see an opportunity to relay some of the information I've absorbed, I take it. But listening to this journalist talk about his approach to writing books and delving into different subjects, it's, it reminded me that these libraries that I've built in myself are, are not being utilized to their fullest potential and that it, since this is such an integral part of me, I think that I would be living a more full life and giving more value to other people if I was proactively finding ways to distill this information down and share it with others. And I'm not 100% sure if I'll be doing that primarily through books or YouTube content. I imagine some of both, but I, that's, that's something I want to take into this coming year. Dude, good stuff. Every creative needs an outlet, my man. And how, whatever you find, whatever medium you find, whether it's the written form, the video form, you got a way to just release it. And one of the best ways to know you learn something is when you can turn around and teach it to someone else. So, I mean, you're right in the vicinity. Uh, so before I give place to Christian, <laughs> just want to again highlight uh, John Mark. He says not tonight. He can't jump on tonight, but we're going to get him eventually. And he was just making a comment to what I said. About to follow something through is a great task. Mr. Taylor, welcome back to Hey Rockstar, my dude. How Thank are you. you? I'm doing well. I'm glad to return for part two. This looks like an awesome conversation going on. I I started streaming after about an hour, so I don't know what all you guys have talked about, but I'm sure <laughs> lots of cool stuff. 
We started with, uh, well, it's the Return of the Rockstar, and then I'm, I'm, I need to go, then go back and change to Return of the Rockstars. Uh, just bringing back after a month of hiatus because um, stuff happened. Uh, I was able to, to get the show, and as I was going, I saw this video clip that I played earlier of these two uh, just kind of having fun on Instagram. And I'm like, hey, I'm about to go live. If you guys want to jump on, we'll, we'll create a show. Uh, so it's basically just talking and we we started off talking about the year you know what expectations we have for it and then this question was posed to us what is something that inspired us within the month that we're going to bring into we're going to bring into this next year anything you'd like to add on yeah boy uh this month the past couple months has been interesting for me so as you mentioned earlier by the way congratulations on the new studio thank you yes i uh, i'm snowed in right now currently so <laughs> i actually brought an air mattress last night and just planned on camping here for several days and that was oh. a smart move because i would not have been able to get here today if i didn't do that but <laughs> Think of all the um, content you can make when you're snowed in. Though. Exactly. It's it's amazing. I love it. I really do. But man, something this month that inspired me, something that's coming to my mind is, and I'm sure you guys are all in a completely different spot with where you're at in life. But for me, being a new homeowner, going from like $0 a month in living expense practically to a lot more than that. I, the past couple months ending 2021 have sort of been slightly panicked of like, oh my gosh, I have all this responsibility now. That's new to me. It's, that's the, the stage I'm at in life. You know, we've, we've all had to leave the nest, so to speak, and, and step out on our own. And so that's been like, oh man, you know, I don't, I don't have job security. Like I, I am the job, you know, like I, I, I do what I do and hope that it makes enough revenue. And actually, I think it was like two nights ago, I was watching Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank. I'm a sucker for it. Um, and this girl comes on and she makes her pitch and her sales are kind of low. And Barbara Corcoran was saying, well, wait a minute, are you doing this full time? Your sales are kind of low. How do you support yourself? And she goes, yeah, I do this full time and my dad is paying my rent right now while I get my feet off the ground. And Barbara was triggered. She was like, you know, I don't think that if you have somebody else paying your bills, I don't think you're going to work as hard as someone who's out on their own and they have to hustle and they have to do what they have to do to make their business work in order to survive. And that's been like there's been several things leading up to seeing that and just sort of changing my mindset. But I think that's what I'm adopting this year is like, I have to make my business work this year. And I think ultimately that's going to grow my business way more than if I was just in that spot of security that I was in of, you know, oh, well, if I have a bad month, like bummer, I'm disappointed. Now it's like, it, you know, there's implications to not having performance every month. And that's, that's definitely something I'm thinking about. Good stuff. Um, I was, I was um, putting you up earlier about how um, you were able to create income off of a 
I guess, a passion project, if you would, making videos. And I remember when we shared your story, how, how you started off and, and then eventually just it became this thing that you're able to, to, to learn. But it wasn't something that came over overnight, just little by little. And you started learning strategy, started learning and plugging in things, different things to to uh, to, to help you grow. And now and, and I was also sharing how one time in our conversation, you were telling me how you're still furthering your education. You're mm-hmm. still seeking out. You went and you paid money to to learn uh, to, to go to uh, uh, or for a school. Uh, or some uh, or workshop or something like that of a guy who who actually works with with Facebook and content creators in those areas, and you learn things from there that you were able to adapt to your business. And to me, that's that's wisdom. That's far beyond. Now, as far as um, uh, does it go away, Scott? I don't think it does. I'm sorry, not Scott, Christian. I don't think it does. Uh, the whole panic and peace, because that's 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 kind of our right as men. As, as 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 breadwinners, is uh, we have to work not so much stress ourselves out. Right. That's what, but we're also created differently. And again, I get into a lot of beef with with my my dear uh, family members who are hardcore feminists, and I'm, and they're always like, we're all the same. I'm like, all right, but how come I don't feel the need to take mental breaks as much as they do? Now, again, nothing against those people who need to. It's just uh, it's just it's 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 not mental breaks, emotional breaks. There we go. Because uh, to me, me, mental and emotion are, they're, they're in the same area, but they're kind of different in that area. I say this because I kind of want to, I'm not sure if you guys are paying attention to the chat on on, uh, on Facebook or or um, or YouTube, but Brian posted an interesting question, and we'd like to help a brother out if we can. It says, you guys are admirably optimistic in 2021. Uh, now I'm not so optimistic in 2022 economically. I think it's important to strategize how we deal with economic challenges of inflation and possibly hard times. My biggest question for myself is how to weather possible storms. We'll leave it up for a little bit. Um, again, um, I, uh, yes, thank you for, for saying that we are um, – optimistic, admirably optimistic. I will tell you this, my friend, Brian, I don't know you. I'm not sure I know you or not. Do I know him? Brian's a, Brian's a good friend of mine. Good, good, good. No, no, no. no. I wasn't sure if I had met you or not, uh, or, and, but anyway, if, if, if these guys know, uh, these guys know that although I do come off as a person with, with, with such a, a strong positive attitude, there's moments where I see and I'm real and I've cried and I've I've hurt and I've done my things. But a life lesson I learned, and this I didn't learn from a YouTube video, I learned this from a lady on a plane coming back from I'm a storyteller, by the way, Brian. And to me, I believe that everyone has stories that that, that we all learn lessons and and every lesson we learn from storytelling is something that we can apply to ourselves. We share our stories so that to bring hope to others. To, so that they will, will will eventually find some kind of gem that they could use to help themselves out. Now, this lady on this plane, I was telling her about a book I wanted to write. I never wrote it because someone beat me to, to the book. But uh, she, I was talking about how, to me, it's about adding value to your life. The more value you, you, you learn, then when you're ready to do the work and figure out who you want to be, you can start using these different tactics to help create a better version of yourself, or at least a, a greater strategy plan that you want to go to. And one thing she goes, well, here's something that I learned that you're let uh, to apply. She goes, I always give my morning a, a due date. I always give a deadline to how long I'm, about, I'm allowed to mourn and complain and bitch, whatever you want to call it. She goes, stuff happens. 
It happens. Crap happens. And you know what? It's okay to complain about it. It's okay to, to be mad about it. It's okay to cry about it. It's okay to just let your emotion out about it. What's not okay is if you keep going back at it. She goes, what you need to do, depending on the gravity of the situation, whether it's a broken heart, where it's a stub toe, whether it's a, 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 a the death of a family, a dear friend, whatever, family member. She goes, allow yourself time to mourn. Give yourself permission to just be mad as heck about the situation. But when that timer goes off, you say, okay, I will not visit this again. I don't need to visit this again. I did my time mourning for it. Now it's time for me to move forward. I say that because I know what it's like. Like and I have a biblical background. Uh, Paul says, I know what it's like to live in abundance. And I know what it's like to live in lack. I know what it's like to, 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 to struggle at all. But we can do all things for Christ. Uh, but all things come together for good for those who are in Christ uh, and live according to his will. All right. So I'm not sure if you're a believer or not, and um, we don't need to know this. I'm just saying that, that there's possibilities. I, I, The reason that I'm happy in what I ha- now have in the abundance is because I have lived in lack. I have seen the future. I have seen what it's like, and I do know about inflation. I, I haven't shared everything in here. I'm making critical steps. I'm working my bum off. Right now, I have health. I have strength. I have opportunities to create as much as I can. I'm doing double jobs. I'm doing triple jobs. I'm doing as much as I can, and the money's not so that I can have money to say, look at what I can do. Look at me. Look at me. No, it's just money because I, I can't put it in the bank. I might get in trouble for saying this because if you put it in the bank, it's because of inflation is just using value. I am trying to find assets that will keep on growing with time. I'm trying to put and invest in these things. Um, one person who says, you know, you and I'm again, I'm not giving you financial advice. I am not a financial expert, but there's some people who say some the crypto and these two gentlemen right here can really help you out. You know, message them later on in that industry of of crypto and NFTs and all that fun stuff of where you can purchase those kind of assets to, 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 to save yourself from inflation. Again, you guys might have other things to add. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to say that I, I got the answer for you because I don't, I, I don't have the answer. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. I am working hard right now. I'm living way beyond my means right now, even though I'm making way more not. And of course I don't live in suffering all days because I have my hot chocolate. I have my, my fancy meals, but I cook a lot more now these days than I eat out. Of course, today we're all eating in because it's snowed, snowed in, right? Do you have food where you're at, Christian? I don't want you to start on me, man. I do. No, I, I planned this. I, I, I brought several days of food and an air mattress and clothes. and Even went to the store and bought a shower curtain because I have not showered yet in this house <laughs> until last night. It was wonderful. I discovered that the shower in a master bedroom of a house is like way bigger than other showers. So that's amazing. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Uh, would, would anybody else, sorry, I was supposed to highlight Christian. Would anybody else like to share any thoughts on for, for John Mark, just to encourage the brother here. Oh, not John Mark. Sorry. Brian. Brian. Yeah. You're pointing at me. I'm, I put whoever wants to. Right. I'm grabbing people. Alex, Alex was throwing a finger. Uh, oh. <laughs> good, good finger. Good finger. Good fi- I was like, this. It wasn't a bad one. It was. Oh gosh. <laughs> um. Yeah. There's. I 
am not an expert when it comes to the economy, but I don't think that it takes expert eyes to read these waters. Uh, I, I do believe that there is some form of financial crisis incoming. I can't tell you the magnitude or where it will hit the hardest, um, but that belief I have seen affirmed in many people that are experts in economic matters. Um, when it comes to weathering the storm, I think it comes down to a few fundamental things. Um, first and foremost is your mindset. And like we've talked about at different points throughout this episode is, is knowing yourself. Um, I have, I'm not going to go through my full backstory, but I have been through a number of major crises in my life, crises. Um, and I have learned that I can weather storms and that I can go through things that seem like they would consume you and come out the other side and rebuild. And I think that's something that everybody has. They just need to know that it's possible. So for an economic crisis, like just learn to adapt and learn yourself. Um, and then the, the other two keys that I would throw out beyond knowing yourself and learning to adapt are develop what I might call like small town skills, um, things that can be used in a barter economy. So if you're a great handyman, you can fix a house. If you are really good at baking, you love baking. If you're great at repairing computers, if you love growing gardens, uh, any, any sort of anything that you might even consider a hobby that could be used to benefit somebody else's life, these are the kind of things that you can trade in an economy where people don't have enough money to go around. Um, and I think that in, in the coming decades, these kind of skills are going to prove to have a lot more benefit than some of the degrees that people are going to get. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is look into alternative assets. There are lots of assets that you can pick up that will survive economic downturn. There are collectibles that are going to maintain their value. There was an article I saw recently that claimed that Lego sets, unopened Lego sets, have actually proven to be a better store of value than gold because of wow. how much they appreciate. That's Rockstar Legos right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. But to just just get creative with it. Like people are going to utilize all kinds of different things. People will always love collectibles. People will always care about health and wellness. So if you can develop knowledge in health and wellness that can utilize herbs and naturally available things, uh, that will be great. Um, and. Blockchain technology, this isn't a crypto episode, but I will say that 
Well, I think it would be incredibly foolish to throw your whole net worth into crypto right now. It's too volatile. There are too many hacks. There are lots of dangers in those waters. Um, the technology itself does offer us a lot of opportunities to create solutions. Uh, there's one project that I came across recently that their goal is to create a crypto token. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with it, like one Bitcoin, one Ethereum, all that. Um, their goal is to create a token that is immune to market fluctuations, close to what would be called a stable coin. A stable coin is pegged to the value of a dollar, so one coin is always one dollar. But the way that they're doing this is they want to maintain the purchasing power of it. Um, and the dollar is crashing because of inflation. So the way they're going about it is they are averaging out the cost of a kilowatt hour of electricity worldwide because the, the industry for electricity is highly competitive. So the cost is fairly similar, generally speaking, worldwide. And they are pegging the value of their coin to that average. I like that. That is, that is, that's, that's something I learned something. Thank you for asking that question, Brian. I learned something new today now. Because uh, like, I, I no, anyway, I feel like I said so much, but hey, I was going to say this now, uh, Scotty, you eloquently said that better than what I said earlier. <laughs> I love how you broke <laughs> it down and you gave some good stuff that this gentleman can use to help out, but also us because that, that, that is true. It all starts with the mental. It starts with like don't don't lose your 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 stuff like mm -hmm. mentally. Um, hunker down and figure out. All right, what can I do to to help others? What what need is around me that I know how to meet? I mm -hmm. forgot who said this. You find a need and you meet that need. You will you will become the richest person ever, mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. You know you. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, before I pass it off, I wanted to, to give one final statement, and that is don't treat change as crisis. That if you expect our society to continue as it is indefinitely, you will be disappointed because it's not sustainable as it is. There will be changes coming in. But if you can look forward to those changes and adapt to those changes, then you will find yourself able to thrive in the new environments and the, the new society that we find ourselves in. It's when you try to hold on to what's passing away that you find yourself going down with it. What are the seven words of a dying church? We've never done it that way before. <laughs> Those are the seven words of the dying church. I was trying to. I was trying to be like, there is no more bake sale. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, yeah, change is not necessarily bad. It's just it's it means an opportunity mm -hmm. to see what you what you can come up with, what you can do, and such. And, uh, oh, oh yes, and I was thinking this too. John Mark just put it on there. He said, building community will help you weather storms. Hundred percent. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. Scotty said it best. You know, he was talking about 
improvising and then adapting, right? And I say those two words for a reason. Um, I don't mean to keep bringing back my kitchen days, but they they were very they were very 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 uh, instrumental in who, who I am and the man that I am. And I had a chef who used to look at me and would put me in difficult situations. And uh, he he was my very first the very first person I ever called chef. And I said, uh, I'd say, why would you put me in these situations? And he goes, improvise, adapt, and overcome. Not only whenever, you know, whenever change comes, and so many people have euphoric recall, which is everything was better back in the old days. And, and that's, it's, it's, that's, a, that's a cancer, right? Because things might have been better, but the world has changed since. We don't want to just improvise. We don't want to just adapt and then and then maintain. We don't want to survive. We want to thrive. So we're going yeah. to improvise. We're going to adapt. And we are going to overcome whatever changes come. Um, we may be optimistic. We may be, um, as, as Brian so eloquently said, you know, optimistic for the future. But what you have to understand is the future does not necessarily look overwhelmingly massively incredibly you know sunshine rainbows bright you have to see it for what it is you have to see it for from a realistic standpoint and much like um much like an animal that that builds its its home for the winter you have to be prepared to weather some difficult storms and some of the things that come is you have to be able to prepare but one of the best things you can prepare we keep coming back to it. Every person in this entire conversation has touched base on how crucial your mindset is. Don't forget three, three, three method of survival is, um, shelter, food, and water, right? I believe it's those in that order. It might be uh, shelter, water, food, and it's three hours, uh, three days, three weeks. That doesn't sound right. That does sound right. Yes. Hours, days, weeks. And that is three hours without shelter of some sort, three hours exposed to the elements and you are your chances of survival drastically drop three, um, three days without water and your, your organs start to completely uh, fail. And then three days, uh, three weeks without food. And obviously, Hey, sorry, but you've probably used up the last of your, uh, resources and your reserves. I say all of that for this reason. Okay. It's not always something as, as tangible as shelter or food or water. The best thing and, and bear grills is one of the very few people I actually can take this from. It, it comes down to your mindset. That's the best asset that you have. And in this, in these next months, in these next years, I, I had an opportunity, um, me and my fiance were talking about if we were going to start looking for a home to purchase this year. Uh, we we have we've been we've been very lucky with the way that we've been saving and blessed and prepared. Um, I gotta I gotta be honest with you. Um, I gotta be honest with you. There's a there's a moment where I realize I'm not sure if buying a house right now is the right idea. Not out of preparation for for our future life, but out of the Hey, I don't know if there's going to be another bubble. And in all honesty, one of the best thoughts I have had is, and Hosefat, I think I might have told you this in a, in a conversation we had, is this, 
is this what I want now? And is that the right decision? Not for now, but for the future. Um, and thank you for letting me share all of that. There was a lot there and I apologize. Who was the comment about hard hardware store days? Oh, am I muted? I think host is muted. Oh, I'm muted. Host. My bad. Uh, yeah. John Mark, LOL kitchen days. I worked in a hardware store and I learned so much. I have hardware store days. <laughs> I have, uh, I have church planning days. <laughs> I've worked in, in ministries and in education. Well, not so much education as I do now, but uh, oh man, guys, Christian, do you want to add anything? Uh, I feel like you just kind of showed up and we let you talk a little bit. And we kind of stopped letting you talk. Could, could we give Could we give him a full like rundown like we did with with myself and Scotty? I'd love to hear. I Christian, I know you, but I'd love to like introduce and have you do your whole story for everybody listening in. I'd love that. Well, yeah, before totally. you go in, I also would like to also make highlight that Christian is officially a live streamer and he has his own live stream that comes on Friday. So you guys be sure to tune in. Go ahead. Take it away. OK, well, first of all, I did have a comment on Brian's cool. question. Um, Do you need me to pull it back up? No, no. You, I mean, if you want to. But so there's sort of like two thoughts I have with this idea of what if there's a big economic collapse or what if inflation keeps going up? Like there, the first path is that kind of like Scott was saying, none of us know the magnitude of what could happen. So I sort of have two categories in my mind. One is like 2009 type crash, you know, something that is very difficult, but is, we will get through it with the right mindset and strategy. And then there's complete catastrophic, like Venezuela status, hyperinflation, like just everybody's crushed. Like, and you know, nobody really has a chance at surviving regardless of their strategy. So for something that catastrophic, like Josefat was talking about earlier, I'm a believer. I just place my trust in the Lord on that and say, the Lord's going to provide, you know, somehow it, it may not be comfortable. It may not be easy at all, but you know, if it's something of that magnitude, all I can do is look to the Lord for that. Now, if it's something a little bit less explosion, but it's still bad, you know, bad inflation and the stock market crashes and the housing market crashes. I, I like what, Scotty was saying about adapting, you know, I, I look at the economy and I just see dollar signs everywhere. It's like, although certain jobs and demands may tank, there's always demand for something. You know, I'm a big Dave Ramsey listener. And one time this guy called in and he was saying like, yeah, I'm a, I can't remember what his question was, but he said, yeah, I'm a photographer for an architecture company. And I'm, you know, I'm not sure about the future. And they stopped him and they're like, wait a second, if there's an economic collapse, who do you think is going to be the first person that architecture company is going to let go of? Not their engineers. They're going to let go of the architecture photographer and they'll outsource that stuff when they absolutely need it, but they're not going to keep you on payroll. So I think 
just knowing how you can adapt. You know, I personally saw so many people in 2020 lose their jobs, start a business out of necessity, and now I look at them and go, whoa, they are a full-time business owner. They're crushing it. They're probably earning way more than they've ever earned in their life at any job. And it started because they lost their job and they were ready to adapt. And they said, well, I got no other choice here but to start a business, do something to be able to put food on the table. And I honestly think that is a pivotal moment for so many people. I mean, some of the best businesses that we see now, I... I believe like Uber, Lyft, I believe those were formed out of the economic crash in 2009 and maybe wrong on that. But there were a lot of businesses today that we just think, oh, these are like common things that everybody uses that were formed out of the 2009 economic crash. So I, I just think there's so much opportunity, you know, even thinking, okay, if the stock market dips, if you have some money saved up, buy into stocks. Like uh, this is not financial advice. I'm giving the goofy disclaimer we all give, but yes. <laughs> like it, it, if the stock market dips, if real estate dips, if you are ready and you do have an opportunity to put some money into something great, like I would almost kind of be excited if the stock market dips, because then I could put some money in and buy when it's low and you know, eventually it's going to go up. So I'm, I'm long-term on my strategies on real estate stocks and crypto, but that's my thoughts there. No, that's good stuff. Right now I was, um, uh, I'm sending you guys, I'm texting you guys a video that I ran into that I want to share. I'm sharing with some of my students. Um, I have like this, um, study hall mentorship where, uh, they're there to catch up on their work, but I also kind of give them inspirational moments. And they know that I'm a public speaker, a motivational speaker, and and I. But this video was about um, uh, what was it? It, it was about the, he was interviewing a guy who started a business waiting in lines for stuff, and he was walking. He had just this gentleman had just recently um, been laid off, and he was walking down the streets of New York, and he was walking by an iPhone store, and he noticed. Hey, these people are waiting in line for like the iPhone five, and he noticed that rich people are waiting in line for this. And he's like, he went up to one guy, he's like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" He goes, "Well, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for this event, this thing." And he's like, uh, "Hey, if you want to, I'll wait in line for you. Just give me three hundred bucks." And the guy's like, "Deal," and gave him three hundred bucks to wait in line so for him. And then when his time came up, he got the iPhone five for this guy, and he's he's like. Hey, there's money in this. There's people who don't who who don't mind paying me to stand in line for him. And he started his own business, and now he's got a point where it's grown so much that he's hired people for him, and they advertise in different ways. So again, being observant, finding out what skills you can, find out what you can offer others. And there's people who have different needs. They're in different places, and they're willing to pay you to meet that needs because the most valuable asset anyone wants is time. And if there's any way you can help save people time, they will pay you the world, chico to help them save time. Wow. This, 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 uh, return of the rock stars, uh, episode became a really good night. Y'all we've already been going on for an hour 52. Any last thoughts before we call it a night? Unless, uh, unless Christian wants to say some more things. I, um, I really would love to hear Christian say some stuff, man. I, I, yeah. this, is, this is the first time I have ever been on a celebrity featured, you know, kind of like, hey, rock, rock, <laughs> like I, I understand there's there's somebody out there right now that's looking at this saying, 
okay, who's this weirdo in a fedora and why is, how did he get a ticket to this stream? And I just want everyone else to know, I don't know either. So literally, if you don't, if you don't mind, Christian, <laughs> I got it. I got to hear your story, man, please. I, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. Alex was the second person on my, on my phone contacts. The first one was Will Baird. That's why you were the second one on my show. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, Christian, you got the platform. Okay, well, I don't know where to begin. Are are we uh, with story? Are you wanting like beginning to end? I mean, I don't no. want to take five. I mean, we, we we I mean, if people really want to know like the 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 true Batman origin story for you, they can go to the last episode we did. Because man, what I love about that episode though, after we were done, we still like we we ended the show, and you and I were still on for about an hour afterwards, just conversing technology and such. Because it was just a great. Great topic for us to share. No, let's this. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's kind of feed back to that first question. You know, you being a YouTuber, and I mean, that's you're also creative. You're a media person. You're a filmmaker. You 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 you're not just uh, a YouTuber. That just happens to pay pay the bills right now. But besides that, you know, you've seen this new year come, we're going into. You know what? What new hopes do you have, or what? What do you have cooked up if you don't mind sharing? Besides, I mean, we already talked about you just launched your live stream. Tell us more about what's exciting plans you have coming forth, if you don't mind. Yeah, definitely. So this year, I mean, to back up just slightly, I'm a full-time content creator. I've YouTube has always been a passion for me all throughout high school. I would always create my one YouTube video a week and, you know, I just get through my homework as fast as possible so I could make videos. And all throughout high school, you know, there's so many passions that I had. I loved YouTube. I love drums. I, I still play drums today. Um, I love tech in general. You know, for a while, I thought I was going to go to college and do computer programming and pursue that. And so as I got closer to graduating, my passion for content creation continued to grow. And by the time I graduated, I was like, wow, well, you know, this is earning some revenue. I, I guess this is a career now. And so I just kept uh, creating videos. And in 2020, things just exploded for me. There was a video I did that was a comparison on the best VPN. I just tried a bunch of different VPNs, gave my thoughts on it. And after analyzing a whole bunch because I was like, what happened? Why did this video explode for me? All I can think is as people were transitioning to work from home in March 2020, a bunch of people wanted to buy VPNs because I'll use Google Trends to analyze, you know, keywords. I'll, I'll look up things on Google Trends and I looked up VPN and work from home and the spikes in March 2020 are like synced. So I, I guess in that regard, I would say I was at the right place at the right time. But in 2020, it was like, wow, I had a really great year. This was fun. And then last year turned out to be a really great year for me as well. And that leads me to now where my entire focus this year is turning YouTube into a hobby that's made money to a business. And like, of course it is a business, but I think I'm starting to change my mindset around I'm a guy who makes videos to I'm the CEO of a media company and I've got aspirations to, you know, 
is not going to be tomorrow, but like five or 10 years from now, you know, I want to have an entire office building with a bunch of employees and multiple YouTube channels. Cause I've, I've got so many passions, tech, finance, drums, faith-based content. And what I'd really like to do is be able to launch channels in each avenue and really just help with the future of content on YouTube and on other platforms, not just YouTube. But I think everything that I'm doing going forward is focused around how do I start to scale this? How do I delegate stuff out? Um, I even at some point would like to introduce new personalities to the channel. So I don't want it to just be Christian the YouTuber. I, I wanna be a personality on channels that have a bunch of personalities and talent and just sort of embed my ideology around content in as many channels as possible. That's some good stuff right there. Thank you. I feel like Alex was about to say something. <laughs> Can I, I gotta ask a question, man. Um, listen, I understand there are so many people that are just sitting back and they're realizing like Alex is geeking out. And yes, I am right now. Um, thank you for not making fun of me, Scott. I appreciate you very much. <laughs> I was um, saving it. I know you were, and I could see it in your face. Um, okay, Christian, you had said one major thing that it struck me like lightning from the top of my head, tips of my toes. You said, um, you had said you changed your mentality from being a guy who makes YouTube videos to being now the CEO of a content creator media company. Yeah. The biggest question, because I, I almost want to call this one the return of the rock stars, you know, mindset edition, because every single one of us in some way, shape or form have we have all um, we've all touched base on the fact that the mindset is it's such a crucial aspect of business and literally becoming the rock star. Um my, my direct question is, what did you have to do? How did you have to see yourself to make that change from a guy who makes YouTube videos to the CEO? Now, you didn't wake up and wear different pants. You know, you didn't wake up and change physically. What was the where was that tipping point? What did what did you think that changed? Yeah, so. To be completely transparent, you know, like I talked about, 2020 was a huge year for my channel. 2021 was a great year, but my stats were declining. And I sort of reached this rock bottom point mentally of, I don't know what to do. You know, I feel like I caught some waves and I had some videos that did well. And like, I'm just throwing out all these videos and nothing's sticking. And I think for me, what it took was investing in some education. Last year, I put in a lot of resources. I went through a three-month training program from Daryl Eaves. He's a YouTube expert educator who works with Mr. Beast and some of the top creators on the platform. And seeing his philosophy about 
like literally doing market research for your audience, trying to figure out what's their median income, what's the age range, what types of things are they interested in? Like, like traditional market research for a business, but with your audience, he is obsessed with that. He's like, if you don't know your target audience and why they watch, your channel's never gonna go anywhere. And that started my mindset change of like, wait a minute, this really is a business. This is not just like something where I create videos and upload it. Like I do need to be doing market research. And I started to slowly adopt that mindset through beginning to hire. I, I made my first hire last year. That was scary for me because again, I, I had to shift my mindset and say, it's okay to delegate some stuff and take risks and have the pressure, in, in my mind, the pressure of payroll to make because that's the only way I'm going to scale. But what really did it for me was in September of last year, I went to a conference called Vid Summit in LA, also run by Daryl Eves. There's a pattern there. Daryl's amazing. But... <laughs> VidSummit has some of the top YouTube creators in the world, Mr. Beast, Graham Stephan, big names that go there and speak. But the cool thing about VidSummit is it's not for people who want to go and fangirl over, oh, look at all the famous YouTubers here. The whole culture there is you're here if you're serious about YouTube. Everything's a level playing field. You're going to see people in the crowd, in workshops with millions of subscribers and nobody fanboys. Like we're all here to learn, we're all here to grow. So there's just like this open floor to just introduce yourself to anybody there and ask questions. And there's a creator called Matt Pat. He did a keynote session at Vid Summit, And he gets up there and goes, what is your exit strategy for your YouTube channel? Everyone's like, what? Like exit strategy? He's like, yeah, yeah. What's your exit strategy? Everybody's channel is going to end eventually. We're not all going to live forever. So what is the end of your business? Like, how do you want to go out? Because if you don't decide how you want to go out, it's going to be decided for you just as you take steps and you don't know why you're taking steps. And he started outlining all these paths you could take with your channel. He's like, you could run the race. You could make it your goal as an influencer to just make videos as long as possible. And then when you're old and you're ready to retire, you retire. Or you could prepare your channel for an IPO. There's been a couple YouTube channels on the platform over the years that have actually gone public and let people buy stock in their channel, which just blows my mind. He's like, you, you could start introducing talent and you could kind of phase yourself out. Smosh was a great example of that. Linus Tech Tips, he's kind of starting to take that approach. Um, even Dave Ramsey, although he's not primarily a YouTube channel, he's got a media company. He's introducing other talent and he's starting to like phase himself out as he gets older. And he said... You know, Matt Pat's talking about if you don't have an exit strategy and you don't know what you want to do in the end, you're just spinning in circles with no vision forward. And that made me realize I was doing all these things in 2020, the beginning of 2021, and I had no idea why. I just thought this is what you do as a content creator. Like I launched an online course in 2021. I thought, well, that's the thing to do, right? You know, I was trying to diversify and like online courses are cool, right? 
So I started producing it. I did pre-sales of it, and I found that I hated it. I was miserable trying to make these tutorial videos because that's not who I am as a content creator. Like I'm a guy that just likes to break down topics and educate people, but I, I don't really like creating step-by-step -step tutorials. Okay, now click here, now click here. It just bores me to death. But I had fallen into this trap of like sort of being told what my next step was or like telling myself, you know, looking at other people and saying, well, all these people have online courses. I need one too. And what I realized, okay, that's that's not really part of my strategy right now. And I put my end goal in place. You, you heard me talk about earlier. I, I've determined I want to go down the path of introducing more talent, building a media company, and ultimately phasing myself out of the business, maybe in 20 years. And Moving on to other stuff, I have goals of starting a church and doing philanthropy and all sorts of stuff later in life. When I started to see the end goal vision, it just made everything so much easier to see myself as a business owner and not just a YouTuber. Kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Once you know who you are, you know how to set the filters so that things that don't matter, you can just not even entertain them, but the things that are in unison with where you want to go, you can go and just jump in and say, yes, this is, this is what I needed for this next step in life. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been quite a journey for sure. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, what's I up? Would, I would very much like to compliment, um, not only Christian in his, in his, his development, not only in the content he's putting out, but also in the trajectory of, uh, his his business itself. And I'd also like to say that in each of our own way, um, I'm very, very, very proud of Hosafat, thankful for Hosafat, for Hey Rockstar, for putting together a group of individuals that can challenge each other and also inspire. Because from listening to Scotty and from listening to Hosafat, from listening to Christian, I've taken, I had several moments where I was just like, I gotta, I gotta be better. Um, so I, I gotta say, gents, thank you. This has been amazing. And Christian, it, you, you resonated so much with what you were saying. Um, I hope you realize that the lessons that you're teaching through what you're learning, um, go back to something we talked about within about 10 minutes of being on the show, which was, I think Scotty had brought this up. Um, Twitter is something very desirable because it's short snippets of information that you take in, you have a very, very beautiful way of conducting yourself and conducting the education that you give um, in short consumable bits so that I can understand fully what you're saying. And it's, there's no shock whatsoever uh, to me why you are successful in media. You have a talent for it. It's, it's, it definitely, definitely hit home. And I want to say congratulations again. Thank you. That really means a lot. And I'd, I'd love to get, know more about you with time. I know uh, we've, I don't know that we've ever actually talked before. I've heard a lot about you and your crypto brain. And that's something I, I really want to learn more about is crypto and all that stuff. But thank you so much. That's Scotty. <laughs> I think, I think they told me you were, 
is it Hosefat? Am I remembering right? That uh, he's the one who told me about the um, uh, the because he was really big into G Gary V and oh, uh, gotcha. that that one little okay. tip you gave me. I shared with them, but then you shared us the free domains, and I shared it with these two guys. And sweet, okay, and uh, they got in on it. But anyway, um, guys, we're going on two hours and nine minutes. The longest stream I've done ever. I love it. Let's and go. I don't want to keep you guys too long, even though I know that tomorrow's kind of a lax day. I get to work from home, which means I get to sleep in uh, hey. just a little bit. But I'm, I'm still want to get up early because that's when I do my meditation, when I do my stretching and all that fun stuff in the morning. But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, let me highlight these last things. This is actually meant for Christian from John Mark Clark. Christian, check out. Andy Bird builds at YT. Oh, YouTube. Because <laughs> I think TY. Thank you. Um, and I work for him. And also, I like to make stuff. And he ended with uh, those were my YouTube days. And actually, I, I did see I did see uh, the video from uh, from Andy Bird builds because um Oh, you guys didn't go to SALT. SALT conference, I, I think Andy is the one who did the big old S-A-L-T letters that they had outside. Um, and he told me about it. Uh, John Mark told me about it. And I, and I checked out his video because he did a video when he made those those letters for SALT. But uh, before we go, let's just go and go around the table. If you guys want to be found, how can they find you? Let's just go with uh, who jumped on first. Scotty was the first one on here. So, Scotty, if you want to be found, how can people find you? All right. If you want to track me down, uh, please do it digitally and not in person, or at least give me a heads up. <laughs> um, fair, fair. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I have put a lot of distance between myself and social media recently. I deleted Facebook from my phone. I still have a Facebook account. Um, best way to get a hold of me digitally is just hit up my Instagram at spectral bonsai. Uh, I still have that on my phone. So I get notifications. Uh, you can m message me there. Um, you do the uh, Twitch stream, right? You're, are you coming back? Yeah, I, I'm starting to dip my feet in it again. Uh, I was gifted by a wonderful friend with a new computer rig. Whoop, so whoop. now I am not as limited by the technological <laughs> side of it. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of dipping my feet in the stream game again. Um, for right now, I think I'm going to be streaming periodically for fun while I reevaluate my goals uh, and what I want to put the most hours into. Uh, so you can find me on Twitch at Spectral Bonsai, Instagram at Spectral Bonsai. Uh, or you can try to track me down on Facebook and friend me, but I don't have that on my phone, and I only check it once every couple <laughs> weeks or so. So if you do it that way, be ready to be patient. <clears throat> Just pretend it's snail mail. Pretend it's snail mail. <laughs> yeah. Alex Tinker, the fourth. <laughs> How can people find you if you want to be found? Absolutely. Um, so the best way to find me and to find everything that I have basically – um, I've got a podcast, I've got uh, an album out, I'm an artist, uh, and I'm just a goofball and guitar nerd. So um, you can find me on my Instagram, it's it's located on the screen at Alex Tinker, the number four. Um, and if you want to go ahead and take a look at, um, I think it's alextinkermusic.com, I'm going to be updating that as well. Um, actually, to be honest with you, I think I've got a link tree 
that has everything, including the, um, the, I think it has my podcast on there, Kinder Spirits. So I think literally you can find everything on my link tree. That's the best way to say it. What's your link tree? Uh, it's, I think Alex Tinker four. Yeah. Let me verify or, or, or yeah. put it on the private chat. And I'll put it on the regular chat so people can find it. Got it on it. And, and Alex and Christian Taylor. Yes. Uh, I can be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook using at it's Crayler. That's C R A Y L O R. Uh, my YouTube channel is Crayler made. I've dropped some messages in the chat as we've gone, at least on YouTube. But it's youtube.com slash made, Or you could just go to crayler.media. That's my website, and it's got links to everything. That's Crayler with a C. Crayler with a C, yes. I, I feel like I always have to spell it, you know, and then people are like, Crayola? Like, the crayons? <laughs> I'm like, I mean, yes, but also no. Only Cerulean Blue. That was my favorite one. <laughs> And as for me, you guys already know how to find me right here on this channel. Same bat channel, same bat time. Um, for now, I'm going to try to be faithful to the Thursdays. And if I get special guests, I'll be working on their time frame. So anytime in the week when they want to jump on, I'm going to try to announce at least 24 hours, at least five hours before, but within 24 hours of actually showing live their interviews. Other than that, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from snowy Nashville, Tennessee, I'm Jose Farimiliano, you got Alex Tinker, you got Spectral Bonsai Scotty, and you got Christian Taylor. I'm totally pointing the wrong ways. Uh, <laughs> and I just want to say until next time, uh, yeah, much love and many blessings. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Look at you accomplishing things. <laughs> like the podcast and try catching us live next time for now the hey rockstar live stream is aired every thursday hey rockstar is affiliated with low budget productions go to facebook like and follow lbp's page to learn more about the other amazing podcasts under their umbrella the energetic rock background music is by anwar amar also known as music today 80 Josafat Emiliano is a keynote speaker and mentor. To connect and invite him for your next event, go to his Instagram and direct message him at Josafat Emiliano. That is J-O-S-A-F-A-T-E-M-I-L-I-A-N-O. So take the big five and go live life as a rock star.